Thanks for checking out and subscribing to the Bro Talk Live podcast. Now, if you're interested in advertising on the show, hit us up on our Contact Us page on brotalklive.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating on iTunes or the Google Play Store. But most of all, enjoy the show. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a Um, tonight, uh, we're going to talk about Bill Cosby. Steve Harvey is also going to make the docket. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, now known as Jada Pinkett Shakur, after this week. And uh, Future and Designer. Uh, we're also going to have a fun time during Jizza time, as we always do, um, with some strange tweets. Um, and that is the show. Welcome to another edition of Bro Talk Live. My name is Jay Urban. Let's kick it over to my main man, Dex. What up? <laughs> Dex, the one here. Bill. I'm yet in the land of the living. Um, my last day of work is tomorrow for the summer, and so I'm grateful to God. <laughs> All right. Um, and this is the show. Um, the first topic we're going to have, we were going to wait for Ty, but um, I guess we got a little bit of backlash for trying to be nice. Um, so we'll just keep this show moving right along. Uh, does a hung jury change anything? Um, if you have not heard, Bill Cosby uh, is not going to jail, at least right now, um, for one of his alleged sexual assaults. Uh, on Saturday morning, Judge Stephen O'Neill declared a mistrial um, in his case after the jury failed to reach a unanimous verdict on any of three counts of aggravated indecent assault of accuser Andrea Constant following 52 hours of the jury deliberating over five days. Cosby was not found guilty, but he was also not acquitted. A jury of seven men and five women cannot reach a unanimous verdict required by law for either, thus resulting in a hung jury, thus resulting in the declaration of a mistrial. But that's not all for Cosby. Um, an attorney said that without a doubt, a mistrial is a good development for Cosby, but he still has to face another trial. It's not time for Cosby to pop the champagne, but a mistrial makes the prosecutor's case much harder to prosecute. So I asked the question, does a hung jury in this case change anything I mean, in reference to the ways that you think of Bill Cosby? Yes. Um, you know, having interviewed Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Come so on, Johnny. I'm so annoyed. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. This is a really serious topic. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so annoying. Like, it's not even funny. Okay. <laughs> You guys know I did interview him in 2011, though. I'm just putting it out there. So here's my after he had his hands on all these women, right? <laughs> well, you know, obviously I wasn't a good journalist at the time because I didn't, I didn't know all that. But listen, so when I heard, like, initially when this first this whole thing first started happening, I started thinking like, there's no way they're gonna they're gonna convict Bill Cosby. He's not gonna go to jail. I just I just can't see that happening. So then to see it actually play out and play out the way that it did, it's kind of like. For me, like, I just, I never thought that he would go to jail. So, you know, it's, I mean, I guess it's still alleged. So, you know, whether you believe that he allegedly touched these women or not, like, if their justice is him going to jail, like, they're not going to get that justice. And that, and, you know, that's unfortunate because, you know, allegedly he did this to them. And if he did, he deserves to pay, you know, the price for it. And if he did it and got away with it, that really sucks for those women. So do you, do you think of him any differently, um, now that this jury verdict has come out of a mistrial? 
Um, I, n- no, I don't. Like, I mean, the this trial doesn't really affect like what I think of him. And the only reason I say this is because I don't actually know him. So like when I what what I choose to know of him basically is his body of work in front of a uh, front of a camera, you know, behind the scenes of that. Like I look at him from the entertainment spectrum of it and like the the philosophy and the and the lifestyle that he's kind of like showcased for African Americans. And I look at that kind of platform for him, and it's really difficult for me to look to his personal life. Like I have a hard time separating the two people, but I also have a hard time like really acknowledging Bill Cosby over you know. Dr. Huxtable, that kind of Bill Cosby, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's that's Bill Cosby, because he does have a doctorate. Didn't they snatch that away? <laughs> <laughs> well, they snatched him with one of the honorary ones. He earned his EDD. Oh, so he's still doctor. Okay. Well, Bill, does this change the way that you view Bill Cosby, um, this mistrial? <laughs> um, not, um, here's the thing. A uh, hung, first of all, a hung jury in a sexual assault case. That's okay. But I just need you all like a hung jury doesn't mean anything because they're going to retry the case. Um, What I need for his lawyer or his publicist, whatever that coon was that was like shucking and jiving out front. I need him to relax because he up there got the fist up and he's like, this is victory. It means nothing. It simply means that one person or two people or whatever the case is, could not come to an agreement with everybody else. That's literally all that means, that everybody else had a decision and one person was like, mm, well, maybe he didn't. That's Do it. you think it would make a difference if we found out the count? Like, would that have, uh, like, for instance, if if you learned that it was 11 to one the other way where one person wanted to convict him and 11 people thought that there wasn't well, no. um, enough, I mean, would that It would not make him? a difference because they're still going to retry the case. Like, it doesn't make a difference one way or the other. There was, the fact of the matter is that it's a hung jury, but they're going to retry the case, which means that everything that happened in this case is essentially going to be thrown out. That's how the law works. So you are withholding your judgment? Case. Is that what you're saying? Say that again? So you are withholding your judgment. That's what you're saying? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, no. I, yes, I am. Yes. That's what's safe. Yes. And it's until proven guilty in Will's court of law. <laughs> Absolutely. Except Dex, does it matter to you what the count was? No, <laughs> it, it doesn't. Like, I'm not, I, for me, like, that stuff doesn't really, I mean, it matters, obviously, but, like, it doesn't matter in a sense because, like, people come out and they say, well, the count is this, and then, like, you know, this person's already guilty in the, in the court of public opinion. So it's like, if the count is this and it sways closer to, like, what they wanted to say, then, you know, it kind of gives fuel to their argument. And it's just like, mm-hmm. I'd rather not even get into that. Like, it's really not yeah. worth having that conversation about because it doesn't mean anything. All right. Let's move on. Um, what can Steve Harvey do to fix it? Um, he's been in the Next. news. <laughs> he's been in the news uh, for controversial words that uh, he said on air while on his radio show. A caller called in to St- the Steve Harvey Morning Show um, and said that Cleveland, talking about the Cavaliers, didn't deserve "quote unquote" Jack in reference to uh, the NBA championship. So Steve responded by saying, "You from Flint?" That's why y'all ain't even got clean water. When was the last time you touched water and it didn't have lead in it? So after he said that, uh, the co-hosts decided to try to calm him down a little bit. Um, But he continued, I wasn't talking about the city of Flint. I was talking about him. 
He going to call in, say Cleveland don't deserve Jack, and he over there bathing and all that silver water. And then if that wasn't enough, the guy was left on the phone during the whole time. It was not like they hung up on him or whatever like that. Like he was on the phone hearing Steve go off. I guess he was just on mute and he couldn't say anything. Um, but, uh, you know, the guy said, you know, um, well, I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show or whatever like that. And Steve said, thanks for rolling with us. And one more thing, enjoy your nice brown glass of Wilder. Uh, people were pissed about it. Uh, Steve Harvey Morning Show actually apologized. Steve, for him, for his role in it, um, said that it was just a joke and uh, people need to, you know, take it a little bit lighter because he is a comedian. Um, so, guys, what else? he also apologized, though, if anyone was offended. He apologized to the people of Flint um, if they were offended by this. What does Steve Harvey have to do to, um, I guess, make this better besides that? I mean, the thing is, like, this is weekly at this point with Steve Harvey. Like, like weekly. It really, I think at this point he qualifies for around as stunt queen of the year. Like, he should be in this because, like, company? yeah, I think so because, like, every week – like, we've talked about him. Like, he's consistently making news for doing something dumb. And, like, nine times out of ten when this happens, his biggest – his only – like, his response to it is, I'm a comedian. Eventually, that ship sails. Like, enough is enough. You got on Bow Wow and all these other people who had something nasty to say about the, like, about the First Lady. But, yet you say stuff like this about people in Flint, Michigan, people who you can actually help. Write the check. Okay. So, you say you can make it better by writing a check. All right. Um. Bill, what does Steve Harvey need to do to make this whole ordeal better? In a historic first, I'm going to go ahead and agree with Dex. Write the check. Close your big mouth and write the check. Like, you're sitting here carrying on acting a coon fool on public radio. Write the check. You so sorry? I tell you the same thing I tell Comcast when they fool around and T-Mobile. You so sorry? Show me how you sorry. Don't tell me you sorry. Write a check and show me you sorry. He has enough jobs definitely to afford it, don't you think? He absolutely does. Uh, Ty, are you on the show? Are you here or no? <laughs> oh, there you um, go. Yeah, I'm here. Just, I just got here, though, so don't ask me any questions. Welcome to the show. We um, appreciate Ooh. having you um, on nice the show. Nice to join us. Yeah, I, I was having a few technical technical difficulties. Are we allowed to ask questions about the difficulties? Because you just came here from hot. Like, <laughs> don't ask me no questions. Um, yeah, you're allowed to ask questions. <laughs> um, so, Ty, we're talking about uh, Steve Harvey. Uh, when he talked about that person with the uh, lead water from Flint, Michigan, um, and he kind of teased him about it. Is, is there anything he can do outside of paying uh, out of his pocket to uh, make this better? No, it's usually money that makes things go away. <laughs> okay, that's, that's the role we're going to take. All right, cool. All right, we'll move on. Um, next story up on the docket this week. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith um, had a little bit of criticism about the All Eyes on Me movie, the new Tupac movie that's out in theaters. Um, and we want to know where Jada Pinkett Smith's criticisms appropriate. The reason I asked this is because it wasn't just about uh, Tupac. It was about kind of the actress. But, you know, we'll get to what she said. Um, she said, forgive me, my relationship Tupac is too precious for the scenes and all eyes on me to stand as truth. Pac never read me that poem. I didn't know that poem exist until it was printed in his book. Pac never said goodbye to me before leaving for L.A. He had to leave abruptly and it wasn't to pursue his career. I've never been to any of Pac's shows by request 
we had we never had an argument backstage but she decided to clarify and say that she's not digging on the the actor she said um, the re-imaging of my relationship to Pac has been deeply hurtful to Kat Graham and D-Ship Jr. This is no fault of yours. Thank you for bringing so much heart and spirit to your roles. You both did a beautiful job with what you were given. Thank you both. Happy birthday, Pac. You are cradled in my heart for eternity. I love you. Um, all this was a gr big surprise to uh, Kat Graham because um, she had this to say to E! News. When I first got the role, talking about her role as Jada, I reached out to her a year and a half ago. The point of reaching out to her as well as the other producers on the film was to ensure the integrity of the story and the character. I even spoke to her last week and she had nothing but support. I have a lot of love for her. I hope people just see the movie and make the choice for themselves. Guys, was Jada Pinkett Smith's criticisms about the movie appropriate? Dex, did you see the movie? I did go to a, <laughs> I did go to an event screening of the movie. <laughs> oh, advanced. Okay. <laughs> Interview with Cosby, advanced screenings. You know I'm going to die tomorrow, right? Like, all this bragging, when you do stuff like that, this is how you get struck by lightning. Like, God, please pretend I got to say all this I'm stuff. on social media influencer. See? That's the problem. When this head gets big, bad things happen. So let's just... If you guys don't know, when, uh, named Dex as uh, social media influencer of the year. Um, so congrats to you, Dex. With 500 followers. <laughs> 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 no, but um, when it comes to this movie, I did go see the movie and I liked it a lot. I am not one of the people who like fully know the whole Tupac story and know everything about Tupac, but I did enjoy like a lot of his music. So I'm not like one of these hardcore fans. I love Tupac's music, but I'm not one of these people that are like, I know everything about Tupac, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. But for me as a person that's kind of like, I like his music, I, I, I know the, some things about him or whatever. It was great to look at that. It, it kind of showed a story that some things you kind of know, but it kind of pieced together his whole story. And as a person who just likes music and who likes to see like acting, and, you know, biopics, stuff like that, you, I, there's no reason not to enjoy this movie, seriously. And then with Jada, my issue with her is if you really had an issue with anything about this movie, you could have been a part of this. Like you could have, you could have told your story. You could have, you know, went on set and talked to these people or whatever. Or we've known that you and Tupac have had like some type of relationship or situation for decades. You've never put this story out. So if you're not going to put it out, but you know people know the story and they have to tell the story as a part of the movie, what do you expect them to do? They're making a story. They're making a movie. They might have to embellish things here and there because they don't have the full grasp of it. But Tupac can't tell us what happened and you're not going to tell us what happened. Right. Well, some I do, people. I do want to say though, sorry, Jason. I do want to say though, who was out of line was Cat Graham because when Jada gave her response, she actually gave you praise still and still kind of kept you out of it or whatever. But the fact that you go and you throw that comment out, like you look dumb. Like I wouldn't have done that. Well, did she look dumb? Because all she really did was, I mean, someone asked her about it on a red carpet or whatever because, that she was at, and she it. said, and she she said what she said. She was just like, well, you know, I've spoken to her. I'm surprised that she has that opinion. That's basically what she said. But I wouldn't have done that. I would have just, I would have kept it out. Like, she kept your name out of what the would fire. Would you have said I if someone would have asked you that? Huh? What would you have said if someone would have asked you that? Ask me. Let's, let's be on the red carpet. You ask me. Go ahead. Oh, hey, Dex <laughs> girl. Um, how is, uh, <laughs> uh, how did you, did you hear about what Jada had to say about you on Twitter? Um, what's your response to Jada? Well, you know, I, I love Jada. Like, I've always loved her music. She did say that. Listen, I love Jade. I love all her work or whatever. And I really respect her relationship with Pac. This is an, an amazing movie. I really hope you guys come out and see it. You will love this movie. Trust me. See it for yourself and make your own opinions. 
I would have gave him a little yeah, smile, and then I would have posed for the camera, <laughs> and I would have walked away. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Joseph, my turn. Ask me. Uh, oh, let me be. The, let me be the journalist now. Oh, come on, come on, come on, Mr. Mayor. How do you feel about Jada Pinkins? Um, comments over your portrayal Pinkins. of the late Who? her. Pinkins? I mean, of the Pink? current her. Pinkins. Who? I'm sorry, I don't know her. Who's, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you are now. <laughs> is she? I'm sorry. Is she in the movie? Is that, what is That's a real person. Oh, did she sing? <laughs> you don't recall? I, I don't recall. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't know who she is. I'm I'm so sick of Jada though. She that was actually gonna be my seat tonight. All her and will do is sit back and judge, judge, judge. Then every once in a while, judge. then every once in a while, he goes out and makes a terrible movie and judge, judge, uh, judge more and raise those kids who we never see in the same place or wearing clothes that are for their gender, or whatever. Like worry about that. Why are you worrying about everything else? Worrying about what the, what Hollywood is doing. Uh, Bill, <laughs> Bill, uh, yes. is, is it is it wrong for Jada to maybe want this part of her life? to be not in the publicity, like Tupac was her friend. Maybe she doesn't want it to be out there. Tupac wasn't none of her friend. Everybody know they was California loving. Like, I don't want her to get, like, sis, come on. We, we know the reason you married Will. It was because after Tupac, what she, what she thought was she was getting a ring from him. That's what she oh thought. Oh, my gosh. We, but when she realized no what happened, she was like, oh, oh, hey, Will. And then they got married. That's what happened. We all know Jada. Don't. Uh, Ty, do you have a problem with what Jada said about uh, her depiction in the Tupac movie? Uh, yes, I do. I felt like it was an unnecessary thing to say. Um, I felt like it was unnecessary criticism. I felt like you had the time to get the story out there the way Dexter said, and you did not. I don't th- like these are up and coming actors, and I don't think that it's right for you as you know, having such a powerful influence over um, people to get out here and criticize the movie as saying, well, I was, I'm the one who lived this, and so this is not accurate. Um, even though she only pointed to a specific part of the movie, I don't think it was fair. I should have let, I, she should have let the film be as it was. These are up-and-coming people who have not had a shot. This was a cable guy before he got in this film. You, but you're going to get out here and tell people that the film's not accurate and knowing that's going to influence people into not wanting to see it. You should have kept your mouth shut. Uh, my Why didn't you talk first? Well, you should have talked first. And Ty, you just, uh, he just shut it down. Like, he just shut it down. But everything he just said is what everybody else needs to say. And that's it. Shut it down. Like, no other words need to be spoken. That, I agree. I, wait, I, wait, wait. I got a question. Um, Jason, mm-hmm. if your wife came to you and told you that they was making a movie about her ex and that she wanted to speak out and say something, how would you feel? Let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would be a change of passwords immediately. Um, I'm not going to be sitting here having you embarrassing me in front of the world talking about another man. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, but I will say that uh, I, I was influenced by Jada's comments and I was actually going to go see that movie this weekend. And after her comments, I actually thought twice about it and I haven't seen it yet. Um, I still might go see it, but yeah, her, her comments definitely did play a role in me not seeing it. So let me I'm, I'm going to go see the film, but um, I'm just, I'm just going with my family. Actually, my mom used to be a big Tupac fan back in the day. So I'm going to take her to see it. So I have to wait for her. Let me get this straight, Jason. A day before the movie, and um, so you've never met Jada Pinkett before. 
and she put this statement. I've, I've met I've met her grandmother. Okay, you've never met Jada Pinkins before. Stick to the script. <laughs> you've never met her before, and she put this comment out, and you were like, her grandmother That's and my grandmother used to be bowling buddies. Sorry, go ahead. And she put this story out, whatever. You're like, eh, I'm saving my money this weekend. Me, the social media influencer, I post about how great this movie is. I saw it. And you don't go see it? You're Wendy's social media influencer, not mine. I mean, <laughs> you don't influence me. You influence people to eat Wendy's. But I mean, but, the um, problem is that she knows Tupac and made a negative comment about the accuracy of the movie. And it was, um, and it's going to have a negative exactly. impact. Exactly. Exactly. The reason that the NWA movie worked is because everyone that was in there kind of gave it an okay. Even though it might not have been accurate, it still probably wasn't accurate because I heard a lot of stuff that was inaccurate about that movie. Um, But at that time when I saw the movie, everybody was on You heard it after the fact, not right before the Yeah, and you got it from the source. I agree. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, Should Future have sued Designer? The reason this question is coming up um, is because a producer from Panda... Uh, off that song Panda that Future the only song that Future had um, Panda 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 wait that's Future song wait, who's Designer it's that's Designer, Designer, song, Designer song. that we all oh, thought you, you almost sent me out of here I'm about to be like well wait a minute <laughs> yeah so uh, apparently the producer of Panda told DJ Booth that there was a situation with Future putting an infringement claim in apparently because he said that Panda sounded like F up some commas which is a song that uh, Future has out well, Future had out at that time as well. The claim reportedly stalled um, any compensation he should be seeing from the song that ended up reaching number one on the Billboard Hot 100. So basically no one was getting paid, um, according to this guy, because of that lawsuit. Um, He said, we were just about to see the checks, but there's been a lot of delays, so we won't be seeing anything until next year anyway. The problem is that once someone puts a claim in, claim in, it just stops everything. Later in the interview, he claimed that also also producer Mike Dean put a claim in as well, saying that he did something to the beat and he never did it. Um, Futures Camp has come out and said that this has not happened. They don't know what the hell this guy's talking about and they have not sued um, Designer for anything. Um, but the question still arises since, you know, Designer sounds just like Future and we all thought it was Future when the song first came out. Uh, should Future take legal action um, against Designer? Um, is he suing him, or is it, it? No, I don't think so. I don't think you can do that because somebody sounds like you. Sounds exactly like you. I mean, I, that, we we all thought it was future when the song came out, did we not? I mean, you can't patent rap style. You cannot. That is true. If you took the if he took the beat from him or he took lyrics from him, like then he can sue. But if you didn't, like if you just sound like him, then you can't you can't sue him for that. Mike Dean has also come out um, and he said that this was a fabrication as well. He said that the reason that the lawsuit was going to happen was because um, they missed a sample clearance um, for the beat, not necessarily that the guy sounded like him. Um, But Bill, for all the success that Designer had with that song and that sound, uh, should Future feel kind of bad that he didn't get to reap any of the rewards, even though it's kind of like his own? But he wouldn't want I mean, in music, people take other people's sound all the time. Like, that's something that is done on a regular basis in music. Um, like, it, it's just you so know, sorry, like, like listen to this sounds really similar to like the, the conversation we just had about like Jada Pinkett in the movie. Like, I understand like um, the future doesn't want to like lose any money or anything like that. 
But it's not like Future isn't like setting records with being like one of the only artists to have multiple albums debut back to back on Billboard. Like you're 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 going down in history as, as somebody who's good as a good rapper or whatever yeah that was a Nicki minaj oh. record like you know what I'm saying that was kind of like a when Nicki said she broke aretha's record like girl you didn't really break like, like aretha like it could be real like future broke a record in the middle of april when no one was releasing hip-hop like okay yeah future you broke a record. i mean be that as it may like I'm, I'm still giving him that i give him that so like when somebody young like like designer comes out and even if you think they're very similar to you why would you take that everything that you've been able to obtain why would you take that from somebody else like he like you should be in this world and in this industry if you're in an industry like this like entertainment industry i strongly feel like you should be looking out for the next you you should be wanting to build on what you've already started like you started this you're in here like whatever you should never want you should be you shouldn't be threatened by somebody else who's coming out, who's influenced by you, who's sounding like you, who's doing maybe what you're doing. You shouldn't feel threatened by that. You should allow them the opportunity to build themselves just like you were allowed the opportunity to build yourself. And just to be clear, he did not, he's saying that he did not sue Future or anything like that. Um, I just wanted to throw the question out there because I thought it was interesting. And a lot of people on you know social media were kind of saying like, it's about damn time. We should have sued him a long time ago. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that you can't, I think maybe he's smart enough to know you can't sue for that, and that's a ridiculous. I thing. mean, he would have to be able to show, if he actually wants a, a legitimate lawsuit, he would actually have to show that um, that designer actually took his likeness, his image, or his actual sound. He'd have to actually be able to show that in court. And if he can't do that, then his that it, it won't happen. I've heard designer also on other songs, and he doesn't always rap like that. Like, he doesn't sound like future. He doesn't all. always sound like... like the reason why everyone thought he it was future was because no one knew who designer was. That but is true. now that and it was on a Kanye West who, album, you thought like Kanye might team up with future. I could see that. And now that you know who designer is and you listen to the song again, it doesn't sound like future anymore. It no. just the sound was similar and there was nobody else out with anything anywhere near future sound, which is not so. Now designer sounds somewhat like it, but if you listen to the song, like it doesn't sound like Future, so he's that guy um, from good. last week, Cap G, the Mexican rapper. He sounds like Future. I can't, I can't help you with that. I've never heard, <laughs> never heard him. I've never you heard that. Your homework. I gave you a week. I remember, I remember him. I he, don't recall. He's the one that we said was like Tokyo or something like that. Possibly, uh, I, made I in Tokyo. Yeah. yeah, I don't even, I don't even listen to the radio anymore, like because I don't even know what's going well, on. That's a problem. Dex, why did you say he looked like me in Tokyo? Because he just didn't look uh, black. <laughs> Uh, well, he didn't look like a Kyle, so. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone else looked like Kyle. All right, time for Q&A. Ty? All right. I feel a little off because I came in so late. Um, but this is the part of the show where you ask us your wonderful questions, and we will give you the best advice we can. Um, so up, we have our categories, hopefully. Categories, please. Uh-huh. First one. Person, date, place, Tinder, thing, kids. Mm. Mm. Second one we have up is person, dad, place, life, things, um, recovering addict. That mm. sounds interesting. And next one we have person, wedding, place, um, <laughs> person, grandmother, place, wedding, thing, dementia. That like. sounds funny. And funny. the other one we have. That sounds funny. Comedy there. I don't see funny. Thing Kickstarter. I know how my grandmother was, honey. That sounds like <laughs> oh that sounds like that got the oil. 
if God. we have time, I would do multiple of these. They, they're both kind of interesting, all kind of interesting. Um, for me, the uh, I don't want to offend anyone. Um, just pick from the first. You only just pick the one you want, Ty, so you don't. You're only going to be offending one person. I'll do, I'll do grandmother. I'll, we'll do the grandmother one first. How's that sound? I knew it. See, I got the Holy Ghost. No, that's what you call that? <laughs> this one's not really funny, though. It's not? It's not no, funny it's at all. No, clearly it's not funny. Like I don't think any of these are funny. Like None of these are funny this week. Good. It makes us think for once. It's really just you. It's literally just advice this week. It's like genuine okay. advice. Um, I'm getting married this fall. I'm to a wonderful man. We're financially stable, own a home, and always pay our bills on time. Okay. You know, people always like um, preface all these questions with this, like, I'm not a crazy person. Because they know us. Um, they know yeah. us. <laughs> we aren't hurting for money. We aren't hurting for money um, to get married, but would still be, help us still be appreciated. My issue is my mom has offered us a large sum of money for the wedding. Great news except the money would be coming from my grandmother who has dementia. In a moment of clarity, my grandmother offered this money, and I know if she were still in her right mind, she would want us to have it, but I just don't feel good about it. Um, there's nothing shady about it, I guess, but am I crazy for possibly turning it down? Hell yeah, you crazy. I mean, you Absolutely. just said in a moment of clarity, your grandmother offered you that money, so why the hell wouldn't you take it? I mean, she if you know that she was clear when she gave you that money, if you believe that in all your heart, thou shalt be saved. And you take that money and you use it. I mean, that's what she gave it to you for. In my, um, in my opinion, family money is used to boost up the next generation. So if grandmom has money to pay for this wedding, um, I don't, and mom is saying, look, this is okay. And grandmom, in a moment of clarity, even if she didn't have that moment of clarity, um, saying it's okay, I don't see why you would have an issue with taking it. That's what grandma's money is for. She worked hard to boost up the next generation. You're being boosted up. And so take the money because it's your family's money and it's your wedding and your grandmother and your mother wants to pay for it. I don't see why. I guess she's scared that maybe grandma going to forget and try to um, take it back or something like that and get mad at her. They think people steal all the time. Well, no, I don't think she'll she'll do <laughs> that. I mean, it, it, <laughs> don't do that, Jason. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Oh, people always claim somebody has stole something from them. Where's they my do. remote? Someone stole it. Like someone done stole my remote. One of these up and stole my money. This, yeah, that might oh, happen. My purse. Can I tell y'all something? <laughs> that might I mean, happen. Everybody knows. Anybody who knows me knows how I felt about my grandma. Like y'all knew how I felt about my grandma, right? But I didn't know <laughs> that she had dementia. Um. And so one day I like went to her house and she was like, damn goddamn Chinese people done stole up my money. Oh my goodness. Y'all, I was out there looking for these Chinese people. I was ready to fight these people. Then people, my, my neighbor, the neighbors was like, no, TJ, you know, nothing. we didn't see nobody going, Miss Bessie, how, ain't nobody take none. I was like, so y'all lying. Y'all out here, y'all, honey, take that money. How old was you? It was about what, seven? No. It was 20. It was recently. <laughs> this was probably like four or five years ago. Ghetto. Um, uh, I, I do, 
you understand like where this dilemma comes in there because like if the since the grandmom is still around, I I just feel like it's kind of like I wouldn't oh, take. I thought it. you said since the grandma. I was about to say, is that a new website or something? Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, the grandmom. Sorry, my enunciation is terrible tonight. But since the grandmom is still around, like I would. I think that you shouldn't take the money. Like you guys are okay yourself, comfortable yourself. So like I would just kind of use what we have, and then if something does happen to Grandma, we know that we have this money coming to us. But just while she's here, I just wouldn't. I don't think I would want to use it. Yeah, um, I I just don't agree with that. I feel like if the money was offered to you, I'm sure it's not Grandma's entire estate that we're using to pay for this money. I mean, this wedding. At least I hope not. Um, it's just not that serious. I think your family is supposed to assist with the wedding. That's the problem with weddings these days. They expect young people to throw these big weddings and then nobody wants to help pay for them. I, and like, if your family's paying for it, um, Ty, pay for it. Like, let them, let, you sound like you're planning <laughs> a wedding. <laughs> let, them, let them help you pay for it or for God's sake, give it to us because we will gladly accept that money. <laughs> we probably cousins anyway. We're probably cousins anyway. Go on, take that money, sis. You slide that money right here to this way. <laughs> All right, which one are we doing next? Um, let's get the the four back up there. Um, I think recovering addict, th- that person could use some good advice. Um, let's do that one. And then the one about Tinder is also, that person needs advice from us, definitely. All right. Dad life recovering addict comes straight at you. <clears throat> is it not coming straight at you? It's going to come eventually. But if it doesn't, I can just read it from somewhere else. Is there a problem? There we go. Okay, my dad, um, who was an alcohol, who was not alcoholic my entire life, has been. What was it? Did I mess up? I tried to like fix it. Did it not fix? It in my fixed. brain, it fixed. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brain, in my brain, it fixed. My dad, who was and alcoholic my entire life. Did we get it? Um, it. Has been in the process of trying to get sober for about 10 months. Um, He's had a few slip-ups along the way, but is overall doing well. I'm proud of him for taking this step and for the first time in his life, actually sticking with it for longer than a month or two. Here's the problem. As part of this process, he's been trying to make amends for things from the past, but only admits to minor things like not being present enough instead of major issues like driving, ooh, driving drunk with us in the car, throwing things at my mom, and being verbally abusive to myself and my sisters. I understand he's ashamed of these, sorry, ashamed, and these are painful things to apologize for, but I need that level of honesty to rebuild with him. I've tried bringing things up directly, but the, but he tends to change the topic or navigate away from the touchy from the touchy stuff. I'm sorry, tough stuff. I wish I could feel as close to him as I used to, but this seems to be building a wall between us. It seems like this person can really use our advice. So I need you guys to get in there and give out your wisdom. Dex. Um, I, I can sympathize with this person. I, I can understand like where they're coming from, where it's like, you know, this is something that's hurting me and I really wanna, you know, I have I have feelings, and I really want to talk about this with you. But I also feel like this person is, in a sense, the bigger person in this situation. Like, not to say you don't have a problem, because obviously, like, there's some, like, psycho- psychological damage that's probably was done 
dealing with that situation growing up. But you're the bigger person here. So it's kind of like you kind of have to, like, guide with your dad. Like, he's the weaker one in this situation because, like, he's the one with the problem, the one recovering from something. So, like, certain touchy topics are probably difficult for him, period. And he hasn't gotten to a place where he's even ready to talk about it. Whereas you're already at the place like, oh, I can talk about this. I can discuss this. You know, he's not there and he might not ever be there. And I think the only way to take those walls away is if you take them away. Just kind of go with him step by step, day by day. I don't think you should necessarily confront him. I mean, because you don't want to push him away. Like, that's not what you want to do. Right? Yeah. I um, So I don't know if you guys know. I mean, well, I think you all do. But me and my father didn't have a relationship um, when I was growing up. Um, it wasn't due to any of these issues. But what I learned and what I think you probably should learn um, is that he's only going to apologize up to the point he can only up to the point he's able to and you have to as the bigger person you have to learn how to accept an apology you'll never ever receive that's the hardest part of the entire rebuilding process is learning to accept an apology you're never going to receive and once you at that like that's and that's something you have to do within yourself so you have to forgive you for holding on to the hurt that your father like that your dad put there um, like you have to, you have, it's a lot that you have to do with you in order to accept the apology that your father is going to give you because he's never going to give you the apology you want, the apology you're looking for. And so you telling him that is only going, like Jason says, it's only going to push him away and it may make him regress. And that's not what you want. So you have to make that right within yourself and stop holding on to something that you're probably never going to get as long as you live. And I'm not going to say that, I'm sorry. I just want to say this last part. I'm not going to say that um, if he relapses, if, for instance, you keep talking about, I'm not saying that at all, but I'm just saying you don't want to give him an excuse necessarily to go back to that lifestyle because he feels like, oh, I can't do anything right and stuff like that. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, my, my mind works very, um, I guess, different from a lot of people. Um, so I'm not the type of person who wants this long um, come to Jesus apology when you, when you've done like a series of wrong things over the course of a year, um, over years, I would much rather that your actions more show that you're sorry, like by trying to stick with your program and trying to build a better relationship in the present. Like, I don't want to hash out any of this old stuff. Like, you know, you were wrong for that. Um, clearly you were wrong for that. That's not anything that he thinks he was right about but he also is in recovery like a person who's an alcoholic is a person who's sick in their mind and Mm -hmm. so you don't want to have to go to that place because everyone can't go back to that place and still stick with things because the worst things the the things that alcoholics and sorry and drug addicts do is they begin feeling sorry for themselves exactly. and they spiral into these depressions yep. and that's why they're drinking. That's what caused their sickness. So if I'm willing to say, you know, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you, I'm not being there for you encompasses all those things. I wasn't the proper first person. I wasn't the father I needed to be. I was not there for you. And you know why I wasn't there for you. You know what was happening and you know the details. And I don't feel like it's necessary for us to hash out the details because that person's not ready. Maybe five, 10 years down the line um, in the sobriety, he'll be ready for this moment. 
but I don't. I feel like you're rushing it because he's only been with the program for ten months now. That's not even a full year of sobriety, and you're trying to have this huge moment. And I feel like there's a bit of selfishness in there. And I know that you're the you're the the child, and you shouldn't have to really go through this. But you're in the position; you do have to go through it. And I don't think it's I don't think this moment is worth it. Let his action show that he's a, that he's apologized and move on. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Dex, do you have anything to say, or you get? I uh, know uh, that's it. I started started it off. Oh, my bad. <laughs> like you have <laughs> All right, uh, let's save the other one for next week, Ty. Yeah, we'll we'll save the other one for next week, and um, we thank you for your questions because um, we know you need our advice because um, we're all absolutely brilliant here on this panel. ProTalkLive.com. Um, hit on the little tag at the top that says "Submit a Q and A question." It's time for the best part of the show. Just a time, just a time, just a time. (laughs) All right. uh, This week, we're going to have a segment um, in honor of the show Stranger Things. It's going to be called Stranger Tweets. Um, And we are going to see uh, some mighty strange things. And um, I want you all's opinions and comments and concerns to be made loud and clear. Are you ready? I guess not. Hmm. Go for it, brother. (laughs) <laughs> all right first up uh young thug um one of our favorite people um on the internet uh is back at it and making news um for all the great reasons that he could possibly make it he released his album um <laughs> easy breezy beautiful thug girls uh, this past week um and as promised uh it was a doozy uh, he put this on twitter <laughs> I dropped well, Easy Breezy baby. Beautiful Thug Girls on Tupac's birthday because I'm the new Pac. I feel like I am the thug he didn't get to become. So I'm going to finish what he started um, with a haircutting emoji at the end of that. Now <laughs> you look really confused. I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that this was anyone's mission to become an easy, breezy, beautiful <laughs> thugger girl. <laughs> that what that stands for? Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of his new album. Easy, breezy, beautiful thugger girls. Thugger girl. Yeah, because he made the song for his easy, breezy, beautiful thugger girls. It wasn't necessarily, but I don't think, I don't think he was talking about himself. I don't he's not referring to himself as an easy, breezy, oh, no, no, that's not what he was referring to himself as. It's just the name of his album. But I don't, I don't think, I don't, I, no. <laughs> Dex, um, were you at all confused by Young Thug's um, moment here? What really confused me is the haircutting emoji at the end. Like, are you cutting your dreads off or do you think you're a young lady? Like, what are you doing here? Like, what, like, what is, I don't get it. Did he ever <laughs> wear that wedding dress? I don't think he That's what I'm stuck on. He did get wedding dress. When is this wedding? How, this engagement has been like three years now. They well, I mean, well, you got to find a perfect gown for two brides. <laughs> they always put a loss to pass in Atlanta. Um, Bill, do, were you confused <laughs> by any of this? <laughs> got it. I'm sorry. What was, what was, go ahead. Go ahead. Cause this, he's, he's on a roll tonight. <laughs> what was your question? Um, I don't know. Were you confused by any of this? I was, listen, I was confused months ago when sis said she was wearing a dress to her wedding to the wedding. But I, two brides. Two brides. That I was confused in January. 
You think he's going to be the new Tupac? I mean, he still has a while to go in his career. He's only, what, in his early 20s? Tupac, no. Tupac was not on the road to becoming this, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the double truth, Ruth. Uh, speaking of disappointments, Bow Wow um, was on the Jermaine Dupree Presents the So So Summer Tour. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, here goes, uh, I guess, aside from the, I don't know if this is like the Billboard. Is this they hung on his school gymnasium door to let people know that the uh, Jermaine Dupree Presents So So Summer 17 tour was coming to town. Um, and I guess uh, Bow Wow was the headliner. But he didn't like it. He said, worst tour ever, business-wise, just give me money. If it wasn't for the rap game kids and the fans and Jermaine, I would have been off this S. Now, run mines. Don't go texting me neither. Y'all got four days to run it. Y'all don't want to listen no other way, so maybe y'all will listen now. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day. He said um, he arrived to the show. Um, Get to the show. They selling T-shirts with my face on it. Never discuss merch or anything. Rule of business, never let nobody pull a fast one ever. Um, so, guys, any confusion going on with this one? Strange I, this is coming from the man who was frauding on Instagram. You sitting in coach and you frauding like you taking um, private jets. You deal with whatever comes your way. Nobody is Can checking we confirm that? TV show was canceled. <laughs> Like, we're not here for it. Would you say that? that? It was actually a tour because he likes to put up a lot of things like to get attention. If it wasn't it a tour, actually he just made this little sign. I don't understand what the point was because this is the whole that, sign. If I went into the school copy room, I could yes. make it really quickly and go in my little personal laminator and uh, pull it and wait for it to come out. And if you look behind you, um, the door, there's something behind the door and it looks quite dusty. So it doesn't look like <laughs> it was like, yeah, it looks like they, they, it was an abandoned building or something or a really old school building or something. Um, so I'm assuming that this didn't actually happen unless someone can confirm to me that he actually did have a tour of some sort. Are there any or pictures from Headlining there? something or. <laughs> For those of you who are listening on our podcast, just to give you a, a visual of what Ty's talking about, just imagine going to any school and just see where they do like the student of the month or their artwork. That's basically what mm-hmm. I had promoting his show. Um, my <laughs> issue here, I mean, I do, I do believe this, but I'm trying to figure out what's the issue with Bow Wow here, though. Like, I am actually Team Bow Wow on this one. If I'm doing any type of performance, like I'm coming out here and I'm making this appearance, or whatever. If you're selling shirts with my face on it and I'm not getting money for it, that's a problem. I mean, I don't know who's buying a shirt with Bow Wow's face on it. Selling shirts with Bow Wow's face on it. I don't know who's buying them, but if you're selling them at my show that people are here to see me, I should get a profit of that. Like you're right. He should get the twenty dollars right. that he earned. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not saying it's a lot, but if it is something, he it is. That's right. That's right. Everything should be done in decency and order. Decency and order. That's holiness. TDE, uh, which is Top Dog Entertainment, the label for Schoolboy Q, Kendrick Lamar, and SZA. Um, my sister um, with the S instead of a J. I'm Jizza, she's SZA. You know what I'm saying? Out the same womb. Did you but, just say she's your SZA? She, no, her name is SZA. And I know, but is she's your oh, what? She's my SZA. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. I'm good. <laughs> Um, these are the rules that are posted in front of the studios um, at TDE Enterprises, apparently. Uh, it says as follows. If you're not the homie, don't come in here. Right. If you are the homie, but you with someone that's not the homie, don't come in here. 
disregard this and get the tips put on you, homie. Um, and the rest of the rules are outlined as such. If you ain't one of the homies, don't be Instagramming, you creepy mother effer. I don't want to look on your Twitter and find a creepy ass pic of me or one of the homies. Matter of fact, no Twitter, Instagram in the studio. Act like you've been around a runner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, we couldn't have just started with that. If the homies just met you and decided to clown your ass, sit there and deal with it. It's part of the creative juices. Don't touch, ask, or reach for Q's weed unless he thinks you're cool enough to pass it to you. We only spoke sternsonals around here, boy. Shut up and look ugly for the homies. He told him, shut up and look ugly for the homies and remember these rules and you might get a meal out the food budget. Guys, would you apply these rules to your studio? I have a question. I wouldn't even be a part of that. I don't like like stuff like that. I don't want to be amongst that kind of ridiculous stuff like i don't why they, like why is like everybody so all the time why is everybody so cheap these days like with this poster is like the same as bow wow's poster except this isn't even laminated like this what, is worse than bow wow's poster like what is this tape on the top of the like if you no, just you know they post stuff on I mean, what you need what you want a billboard in the studio like, I mean, the if roof? you're gonna make these rules like that do not put a piece of paper that looks so taggy like take so that down and should it be stone tablets or something the ten commandments you what you want a those little plastic plaque things and you yes, can slide. Yes, put a plaque up or something like that. Just don't have a piece. Like, this looks dumb. Like, like who was really going to sit up? Like, just just get rid of it. I don't like it. I don't know about y'all, but I had to go ahead and um, Google what a sturcinal was. <laughs> <laughs> there are words in here that are not words. I'm just like, is, what is, is a, a sturcinal? Yes. Is it a real word? No, it's an urban dictionary, however, and it's a single gram of dried, cured marijuana that is owned by a specific individual. See, the problem around here is that at TDE, they've been smoking too many sturcinals and making up words and just throwing things on pieces of paper, wasting precious paper. You know, in California, they ain't got that many, um, they ain't got that much uh, money for school supplies and whatnot, and you over here wasting paper on some nonsense like this? Schoolboy Q uh, is an amazing artist. I don't know if he wrote this, um, but if he did, big ups to you. Oh, I know not. that kid. Okay. He got more sense than they got. Next tweet. Um, oh. they, said, they said the Ohio handmaids um, waiting silently as the state considers the next plan to force women to give birth against their wishes or medical advice. Um, and uh, here's where the, the tweet comes in. At. That's strange. Someone said, I thought this was a Delta probe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the the dude guy look like a Delta probate? No, doesn't it doesn't. Yes, it do. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, I, like, wait, go back. The ignorance. Like, I just can't. Like, you literally, it literally tells you what it is. And people retweet it for laughs. Like, I just, I don't understand. I don't get it. Good. Um, do you get this one? Uh, who's in this pick? Legendary pick. Um, now, one of them is one of the people that we uh, talked about last week. So Future. I'm going to give you a chance. Future's there in the pink. No, one of the um, freshmen. Losey? No, Losey's not in there. He wasn't on that last week either. Kyle. Oh. <laughs> no, Kyle. <laughs> no, no. Kamehameha. Kame. Um, who? What was the Asian Kame. guy? Oh, the pre- with the pretty boy something. Kamehameha. That's who it is. Kamehameha. <laughs> That's a god from Hawaii. Um, his name is, uh, who would you say next? Playboy? Yeah, the Playboy pretty something like that. Nope. The dark skinned one with the with the dreads right there. 
Is it triple X? You're absolutely, you're absolutely right, Dex. Good job. Yeah. Ding, ding, oh. ding. Dex hey. guessed it. Playboy <laughs> Curry there on the left. I don't know who the other three people or four. I'm sorry, there's another person back there. The other four people are in this picture. Um, oh, I thought there was you know, a person in the back of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, this is a legendary pick according to Double XL. And those were our stranger tweets for this week. And we go from strange to stranger because now it is time for Dex's BS Report. <laughs> All right. I'll be kind of quick today. So there's a Brooklyn man who is <laughs> there's a Brooklyn man who's now being questioned after a threesome went wrong. So apparently the other day in Brooklyn there was a threesome going on between a man and a woman and another male. The other male who someone that they happened to meet online decided that he wanted to start filming and taking pictures of this the menage the menage that was going on well the couple got wind of him and noticed the way he was doing and began stabbing him uh the man later died before after making it um down one flight of steps there is a woman and jesus huh well and now you know if you're doing a threesome you don't pull a camera out there was a woman in queens who was at a, a casino and she was playing on a slot machine, and she happened to win $43 million. Oh, yeah, so yes. Mm-hmm. So this woman won $43 million. She calls. She probably quit her job. She, You know, she's happy. She's going to go collect her money. She's like, okay. 43.1 to be exact. Well, yeah. Million dollars. So million anyway. Dollars. <laughs> well, so she went up to, to receive her money, and they were like, oh, you know, congratulations. But, you know, you didn't actually win that. But what you did win is $2.25 and a steak dinner. She decided that she is not going to take the, the consolation prize, and she is now suing them for $43.1 million. I hope she gets every penny of it. I'm going to say, although it was that the machine was faulty, and it's not our fault. We shouldn't have to pay out because the machine broke. It was a malfunction. Everyone knew that thing was a malfunctioning thing all the, the whole time. People still decided to pay. We got mad. And uh, lastly, there is a story about that is pissing a lot of people off on social media. Um, Apparently, there was a jury who actually awarded a family $1.26 million after their family dog was shot by police. Neighbors said that, you know, the dog actually didn't deserve it. The dog didn't do anything. The dog didn't even bark. The dog, I mean, the dog did not growl. The dog only barked. The police officer said that he does wish that he would have done something differently and regrets killing the dog. That's um, what the hell we get from, from cops shooting damn black people. So. The, the family the family is still, like, you know, obviously devastated by the loss of the dog, but they do feel like the $1.6 million will help. Oh, I, <laughs> bet. I bet. And that has been Dex's VS Report what? for the week. Was the dog white? No, the dog was brown. <laughs> was the family family white? <laughs> yeah, what color was the family? Give me one guess. They're suing for a dog. <laughs> you won't see for no dog, Bill? You won't see no, for no dog? Not, it's not, not the, only am I not suing for a dog, I'm getting a new winning. dog. You said it's about winning. They won. Like, you actually won. If you... If my black ass suit my dog, they I'd probably be in jail next. Right. If you see for yourself getting shot, if you see for your your hug, your wife getting shot, you know what I'm saying? You'd be in jail. But you know, such is life. Um, and as far as the, as far as like their their nationality, I, I'm not gonna say what they are, but um, one of the people's names is Carrie J. Hansel. So oh, that gives us a hint. That's a, <laughs> that's a context clue. Yeah. Uh, we will make educated guesses based on that. We're next reading text. between the lines around these parts. That's right. 
time for seats. Uh, so, like, there was a lot going on this week. Um, but my seat would probably have to go to T-Mobile again. Um, so here we are. I have phone number six in my hand. Phone number six. I have gone through five phones because they have sent me nonsense phones that keep the screen keeps. It just keeps stop working. Like it stops That's working. What the drug dealers say. That's why we get all the new numbers. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I personally think you're breaking them. No, they're trying to change their number over and over again. <laughs> yes, I don't know. I've never been in contact with a drug dealer. The thing is, though, my number has remained the same all five phones. Um, no, I don't think it's Will's fault. I know firsthand that these companies are sending out refurbished devices. So it's like the last device that Will sent them in that was broken, they fixed that one. And then when they send them out something else, it was the same one again. That's what they do. The same exact one. And it's pissing me off. Because I'm I'm legitimately on phone number six. And what pissed me off the most is that I'm explaining the plight. So let me, so listen to the story. It's a, it's a story. So I, I ordered the phone to one of the stores. I go to the T-Mobile store. I ordered the phone on a Wednesday. I had to work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I go into the store on a Saturday to pick the phone up. I'm told, oh, well, you can't get the phone today because the manager's not here and he has to put his numbers in. So now I'm already pissed because I can't get my phone on a Wednesday on a, on Saturday because the manager's not there. I said, so what do you do if you have an emergency? Let's say the store gets robbed. Who are you going to call? Like if something happens that's an emergency <laughs> and you got to call a manager, like what are you going to do? They're like, oh, well, we – so whatever. I leave. I call T-Mobile. And they're like, well, there's nothing we can do. Okay, I'm like, you know what? Let me just relax because I know I can get hostile. I'll just go get the phone on Monday. Monday I go to pick the phone up. And then the man is the, the manager who's in the store is like, well, we can't do the phone. We can't do the exchange because of this, because of that. We got to start a ticket. Come see us in five days. So now here it is a week that I don't have a screen for my phone. So operating on my iPad, I had to run graduation, all of the graduation music for an entire high school from my iPad. Oh, come okay. on, achievement. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, cool. I then go into the T-Mobile on Friday and I still cannot process, they can't process my return. So I'm like, well, what's the problem? And then, so they go and talking all okay, of Okay, but we don't care no more. Um, we don't yeah, really. Like, wait, long story with that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, am I rambling? Let's move yeah. on. Like, the point is, this y'all no fall. Seating T-Mobile, anybody else? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm glad that I was the only one. <laughs> I was like, I gotta cut. I got. I gotta do it. I was like battling with myself in my head. I was trying to get cut it off. Just I know he was passionate about the issue. I'm just like, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bill. Uh, it's all right. Ne- next person, T-Mobile. Your- <laughs> I, 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 I hate I mean, T-Mobile too. Good lord. <laughs> I have a. I have two really quick seats. My first seat is going to go to Burger King for coming out with a Lucky Charms milkshake. First off, Lucky Charms aren't even good cereal. So why would anybody <laughs> put them in front of a milkshake? Who wants to eat marshmallow-flavored ice cream? Sit down. <laughs> and my next seat is going to go to me. And the reason I have to give myself a seat is because the other day, my friend sent me a message about Mother's Day. I mean, Father's Day. And it was saying, like, it was from somebody who... um 
just they say, you know, I'm a single mom or whatever. And if I want to say something about my father's there, whatever, like I should be allowed to do it. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. It's not killing anybody. It's not harming anybody. If this It's 2017. This is how I want to express myself. So then my friend said to me and she, and she was just like, this is ridiculous. And I was like, it's 2017. People want to express themselves. People should be able to say what they want to say, do what they want to do, this and the third. Like, and I was here for it. And I was like, it's not harming you. It's not harming me. Like, it's okay. And I posted it on social media, whatever. And then some people decided to go back and forth about it or whatever. One person wrote a book on there and I just hit her with the Nene leaks. I said what I said, but like, <laughs> don't write a book on my status. So long story short or whatever. Yeah, huh? Go ahead. Long story short. I want to see myself because on Father's Day, the post that I actually saw, I was like, I don't, nope, uh-uh. Like, people have taken it too far. When I say people, I mean women. Women who just live alternative lifestyles, women who just just do the most. It's just kind of one of those situations, like, I get it. I totally understand what people say Father's Day is for men and fathers or whatever because people just take that inch and run a mile with it and like i mean people and because i sent posted this and i stood behind it on social media people were sending me posts that other people were making all weekend and now i'm just like i can't live like this like i just i I just can't do it that you don't support the step dyke what (laughs) goodbye um do you have a seat do you have a seat i do not okay um and i you know i'm not going to complain about first world problems like uh, phones um, and also not going <laughs> to complain about Facebook statuses because there are people that are suffering around the world and I'm going to be the one um, to appreciate what I have. So I'm not going to complain. I shall not complain. Um, so, Well, that's yeah. cute. That was Wouldn't it be shan't, I shan't complain? It could be. It's a possibility. You could throw that one in there. It's interchangeable. So I'll give you that. All right. Um, all hearts and minds are cleared in that reference of things. Amen. All right. Um, don't forget, if you're listening to the podcast, like it, um, subscribe to it, tell a friend to comment. Hey, I also have another thing. If you're watching the YouTube show, you can also do all of these four things, too. So um, it would be amazing if you did, and we'd appreciate it. Um, this has been another edition of Bro Talk Live. Do you guys have any announcements, questions, comments, or concerns? Just thank you to everyone tuning in. Thank you. Shout out to Slim. I see you, he watching that work. Kenneth, I see you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Kenneth. Yeah, man. Um, shout out to everyone who um, supports our show. We love you all. Echoed um, what everyone said. I appreciate it. Um, you guys uh, have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Um, and we will not see you the week after that. Once again, we were off July 4th. So um, make your plans accordingly out um, and celebrate and have some fireworks okay all right cool uh for ty for dex for bill this has been another edition of world talk live we'll leave with dex's smiling face and we will see you guys next week